Don't be so high and mighty, Chucky. Listen, what do you say we go someplace cold and get warm? No wonder you walk funny. Well, come on, Colonel. Don't you want to meet him? Uh, just waiting for orders, Major. Spanky Pierce? What, are you working with a new alias? Didn't I always know you was Hawkeye? What the hell kind of doctors are you, anyway? Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077th Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Kenny, and joining me as always, Simon. Hi, gentlemen. Today we're discussing Season 8, Episode 20, Lend a Hand. It's the 193rd episode overall, directed by Alan Alda, written by Alan Alda, originally aired on February 4th, 1980, and the production code is S621. The way they do things in the Army is the stupidest thing I ever saw. Nothing going on. They should let us go home. Clinger. Soon as it got busy, I promise I'd be back like that. I'd even leave my uniform here for security. Am I right, Major? Doesn't that make sense? Curiously enough, Corporal, yes, it does. Not only would your empty uniform stand up straighter, it would be better company. Oh, is that so? Touché. Once again, I lie mortally wounded, skewered by your rapier wit. Oh, don't be so high and mighty, Chucky. Chuck? We haven't heard any conversation from you at all. All we ever get out of you is polysyllabic put-downs. Ah, <laughs> oh, polysyllabic put-downs. Oh, blow it out your bagpipes. Now, look, folks, we're cold and we're bored, but there's no reason to take it out on each other. I remember one night in France in WW1, an entire company of tanks just froze shut. Couldn't get the drivers out. Had to slip them vittles through the cannons. Colonel, in the first place, I don't believe a word of it. Secondly, I hear the frozen tank fable every time the temperature dips below freezing. And thirdly, don't you have any warm stories? Yeah. Oh, come on, we're freezing here. Oh, the point is that it is not necessary to keep sniping at each other, especially your beloved commanding officer. Now let's hear a little warmth from you folks, or I'm going to get a little hot under the collar. And the plot summary for this episode, Hawkeye is irritated that the 4077th, led by BJ, in an effort to boost morale, is planning a surprise birthday party for him when it isn't even close to his birthday. Meanwhile, he habitually disagrees with wisecracking medical advisor Dr. Anthony Borelli. Uh, Beach, could I talk to you for a minute, please? Wait, wait, excuse me? Yeah, sure, what's the problem? I've been getting some very funny questions tonight, like, uh, how big is my foot? What's my favorite color? Two people ask me if, uh, if I've ever had a pet. They're interested in you. You have to realize these people are very bored. I seem to be the object of some kind of a conspiracy, so naturally I thought of you. Me? Come on, I'm not in the mood. What's the joke? Shh. You sit down. I uh, took the liberty of borrowing your birthday. You what? You what? Huck, will you look around? See how depressed these people are? They need something to do. A surprise birthday party is just the thing to cheer them up. What are you, nuts? It's not even close to my birthday. Perfect. You're not using it. It's part of the surprise. 
Borrow your own birthday. Come on, you're gonna love it. I'm gonna hate it. A whole day of letting people slap me on the back, laughing at their stupid gag gifts and pretending I'm surprised. And then, when it really is my birthday, nobody will believe me. I'll believe you. You don't hear too well. Read my lips. Drop dead. I can't. I'm in charge of the party. And for our guest stars, we have the return of Robert Alda, who plays Dr. Anthony Borelli. And we also have Anthony Alda as Corporal Jarvis, uh, the son of Robert Alda and paternal half-brother of Alan Alda, who was born in France. His early studies were in Rome, and he finished at the Gilliard School in New York City. A prolific actor, he appeared on stage, in film, and on television. His career culminated in writing, directing, and performing in Role of a Lifetime. Sadly, he passed away at the age of 52. Oh, that's sad. I didn't know he passed away. That's... Uh, yeah, cirrhosis of the liver, I believe. Oh, so he was a drinker. That's unfortunate. Yep. Mm. All right, well, we have Darren Kelly, who plays Sergeant Herbert. His film and TV credits include Kingdom Coming, M.A.S.H., the entire Law & Order franchise, Love Hurts with Jeff Daniels, Kate Nally, Tales from the Dark Side, True Blood, and The Marvelous Miss Marcel. And Cherie Sabah returns as Lieutenant Cherie. And, of course, we have Kelly Nakahara returning as Kelly Yamato. Hey, hey, Dr. Barrowi is here. Wonderful. Klinger, go take the doctor's bags to his quarters and tell the cook to get a hot meal ready. Not now, after you get his bags. Well, come on, Colonel, don't you want to meet him? Uh, just waiting for orders, Major. Dr. Borelli, how nice to see you again. Oh, you're Major, uh, Major, uh... Houlihan, Margaret Houlihan. Oh, of course you are. You haven't met our CEO, Colonel Potter. Colonel? How do, Doctor? Nice to see you. You have no idea how welcome a new face is around here. Uh, fine, fine, but can we go inside before I freeze it off? <laughs> you want to go to the mess tent? Might have some hot chocolate left. Uh, we can do better than that. How about if we amble over to the old club for a few cc's of real antifreeze? Wonderful idea. Ah, oh, the place hasn't changed much. <laughs> Sir? I'll put this stuff out to thaw in the VIP tent, and then I'll bring everybody right over. Here's to long lives and short wars. Yeah. And welcome back to the 4077. <laughs> ah, here's our gang now. Spanky, Alfalfa, Buckwheat, and you already met Spot. Spanky Pierce? What, are you working with the new alias? Didn't I always know you was Hawkeye? Hey, Doc. He's the new kids on the block, BJ Honeycutt. Charles Winchester. I'll do. Barkeep, I'll have a martini. No, uh, scotch. No, uh, scotch and soda. Scotch and soda? Yeah. Cognac. I'll have a cognac, too, with a beer chaser. Give me strength. Got a lot of new people here. You still got that cuckoo who runs around dressed like Dame May Whitty? That's all service, sir. This is his tomboy look. <laughs> so let's go ahead and discuss this episode. I'll start. Okay. If I <laughs> okay. must. Um, as we mentioned in previous podcasts, uh, we've had a, stra- a, st- a string of really solid, solid episodes. And normally when there's an Alan Alda episode, I really, really like them. Hmm. I can't say that for this one. Oh, right. Okay. I gave it a seven. And that's just because I won't go below a seven. Right. <laughs> I have very few notes. Other than seeing uh, Alan's brother, that was cool. And I think he did a great job. Yeah. I, I find the character that his dad plays so annoying. Mm. And I don't like their interaction. I don't... Uh, there's just something about it that just bothers me. And it makes me not enjoy the episode. I really don't have a lot to talk about this episode. Oh, okay. I really don't. I mean, I, I love the fact that Houlihan called Charles Chucky. Yes. <laughs> you know, at the, at the beginning. And then, you know, she gets a laugh. And then she gets upset for people laughing at him. So, I mean... 
it, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I really don't. I really, I don't have anything nice to say about this episode, so I will just leave it at that and see what you thought of this episode. <laughs> okay, well, I gave it seven and a half out of ten. Okay, um, a little bit more than me. A little bit more. Um, yeah, I mean, I like the fact there's history with Dr. Borelli and uh, Hawkeye anyway from the previous time yes, you saw it. yeah, yeah. Uh, and that, that's quite nice because they were, they were getting on, well, you know, getting on each other's nerves back then. So it's nice for it to carry on. Um, I do like the, the line when they're all doing drinks in the bar when uh, I think it's Klinger has a scotch and a beer chaser. And, uh, you hear and Winchester's go, reaction is priceless. Yeah. <laughs> just oh, goes, yeah. Good, good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know. I do like the whole thing in the in the uh, the tent when they're trying to look after that guy, and as you say, uh, uh, Alan Alder's brothers in there, Robert Alder. Um, mm-hmm. But the, it's just the whole thing about. Uh, hold on a minute, you're telling me that this thing happens, and he he breaks his left hand, and the other one's hurt his right hand. Yeah, uh, do you know what I mean? It's just yeah. sort of like really. So that means, hold on, you've broken your hands. I mean, you're out now for at least three months. Yeah. End of story. So yeah, 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 yeah. sent back. Uh, and then the whole thing about saying it's a soldier's birthday and, and, and all that. It's, yeah, it's not great. It really isn't. I mean, I'm surprised I gave it seven and a half. I think I gave it seven and a half purely for Winchester's good lord line. <laughs> um, so if you, if you do find that, please do play it. Um, oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I'm the same as you. I'm afraid I, I haven't got an awful lot to say about this one. Yeah, it was... I mean, I, it's, it was funny. I love at the end when the soldiers come in from the cold and, you know, they pick one of them and it's like, oh, it's your birthday. And all of a sudden he gets gifts. And he's like, what the heck is going on? Yeah. Um, there's yeah. cute scenes, but I, it just, it felt very contrived. It felt like Alan Alda wanted to get his dad back in. Yeah. And he wrote this story where they can work together. And it just, I don't know. There's just something about it that, especially after the amazing episodes that we've had, like Old Soldiers or, you know, mm. uh, the ones previously that we discussed. It was, they were such stellar episodes and so poignant and so good. And the acting mm. was amazing. Then you come to this one and it was like, hmm. Yeah. I understand what he wanted to do. You know, uh, you know, I would want to work with my dad as well and my brother. Uh, and I actually, I, my his, his brother was probably one of my favorite parts of this of this episode. Yeah, was that he, character? He actually, yeah, his character is really good. Yeah, I really good. liked it, and I was like, okay, cool. That was I didn't even realize that was his brother until the credits at the end, because I knew his brother was in the episode. Yeah, but I didn't realize that that character was him, and I was like, oh my god, okay, now it makes sense why he was such yeah. a, more of a prominent. I, I'm the same as well because he went till I saw a picture of him when I was yeah. um, doing the, the kind of like the uh, trivia, well, not the trivia, but the acting kind of things. I'm yeah. How much he, he does actually look like Alan Alder to a certain yeah. degree when you, when you look at it. And yeah. It's funny because you, you give it seven, I give it seven and a half, or IMGB ratings gives it a 7.2. So oh, there you go. Hacking between us. So, about right yeah. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Not, not, not a stellar episode for no. most people, I guess. Uh, but still, 7.2. I'm not saying it's bad. Like I said, any <laughs> any mash episode is amazing compared to most TV. Absolutely. So even a seven point two is a really good rating for yeah. you know just in the scale of mash, it's on the lower end. Okay, people, we got a problem. A battalion aid surgeon's been badly hurt. Fighting started again? No, his jeep hit a landmine. The aid man who's with him says he's too shocky to move. Somebody's got to get up there pronto. I'll go. I'll go. Fine, Pierce. Better get cracking. Oh no, no, Hawk. Uh, why don't we let Charles go instead? He's a much better doctor. Just ask him. No, no, duty calls. Oh, you can go. We don't need you here. No, I wouldn't think of it. I'd feel awful if I was back here snug and safe and my pal was up there facing danger, freezing his clavy on his wedding anniversary. His, his what? His clavy. No, 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 after that. Oh, his wedding anniversary. You rat. 
Oh, oh, that was supposed to be our secret. <laughs> it's, it's not his wedding anniversary. It's not. <laughs> Give my love to Peg. Pierce, will you get going? Yeah. I'll go along with you. No, you don't have to go. Hey, you can use the help and the company. I don't need the help or the company. What if the guy has nerve damage? What if he does? Well, I can show you the new technique. No, he's not going to Come have on, you'll get a lot out of it. All right, let's go ahead and move on to some behind the scenes. I think I have the first one here. Alan Alda's father, Robert Alda, and brother, Anthony Alda, both guest star in the episode, as we mentioned, as Dr. Borelli and Corporal Jarvis, Jarvis. respectively. Uh, now, according to Alan Alda and Robert Alda, his father, Lender Hand, was his way of reconciling with his dad. Dad. He was always giving suggestions to Robert for their vaudeville act, and in Lender Hand, Robert's character was always giving Hawkeye suggestions. It was Robert's idea for the doctors to cooperate as Dr. Right and Dr. Left, and at the end of that episode, significantly both reconciliation of their characters and in real life as well. So that's quite interesting. I mean, it's, it's nice, but still, I don't think it played off no. well. It's still, it's still slightly egotistical. Isn't yeah, it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, when BJ reveals plans for Hawkeye's surprise party, Hawkeye says it wasn't even close to his real birthday. Uh, later in the episode, the timing of the story is mentioned to be in January, and in real life, Alan Alda's birthday is in January, actually the 28th of January. Oh, right, okay. uh, although Hawkeye doesn't actually claim uh, that his wrist is broken, he does say that he can't move it and a plaster cast is used to immobilise the bones. Thus, the severity of the injury would prohibit him from... Oh, here we go. Uh, prohibit him <laughs> I knew this was coming when you mentioned yeah, it, yeah. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> uh, from performing surgery for several weeks at minimum, regardless of whether or not it was broken, with Hawkeye unable to function as a surgeon, i would certainly have him transferred to, out of the 4077th and permanently replace him with a new surgeon either eventually sending him to a new unit when he recovered or rotating him home. Yep, you said that. I was, yeah. As soon as you said it, I was like, oh, I do have, I know there's a note in there about that. <laughs> yep, it's very true. Yeah, they wouldn't keep him if he, you know, he's a surgeon. Yeah. He needs his hands. The wounded battalion aid surgeon needs immediate surgery. Shocky with collapsed lung along with chest and belly wounds. Yet Hawkeye and Dr. Borelli are shown operating on him, each wearing a forearm length plaster cast after being knocked over by an artillery burst. Setting a wet plaster cast and letting it dry is a lengthy process. Certainly time that they couldn't spare in saving the life of the badly wounded surgeon. In reality, the wounded surgeon likely would have died while Hawkeye and Borelli waited for their cast to dry. <laughs> yep, magic of TV. There you go. <laughs> uh, fun fact here. Alan Alder has been married to his wife and love of his life, Arlene, for over 60 years. She even has a little nickname for him, Fonzie. Uh, <laughs> this is because Alan Alder was not born Alan Alder, but born Alfonso de Abruzzo. When asked about how the two have been able to stay together for so long, Alder claims his wife says that she has a short memory. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny. Brilliant. Hey, 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 now look. I realize you're doctors and I'm only a medic. I don't know if you've met many of us, but we spend a lot of time dragging guys off the line while people are shooting at us. We get sort of protective about those guys. We worry about them and we fight for them like they were our children or, or our brothers or something. And that's guys we don't even know. Captain Kramer here is my battalion aid surgeon. I've worked under him for eight months, day and night. He may be just another patient to you, but he's damn special to me. Understand that? Yeah, we understand. We'll do the best job we can on him, I promise you. Yeah, fine. You ready, doctor? Whatever you are, doctor. I need that tray over here, please. I need somebody to tie that apron on me. Did you notice his face? Yeah, bad laceration. And the left side of it wasn't moving when I put him under. Probably has nerve damage. Forget it. 
Even if he needs a graft, he's in no condition to stay under the anesthetic an extra two or three hours. I agree. But if he does need a graft, I'd like to take a crack at it back at the 4077. I recommend leaving the wound open. Just pack it. Now, we'll suture it. If the paralysis persists, we can open it again. Leave it open. He'll be fine. Besides, there's less danger of infection. Borelli, I have this man's life in my hands. His whole life. His chest, his bowel, his face, his hair, and his belly button. And I decide the best way to keep them all tied together. Not you. Now, let me make one thing clear to you, Doctor. No, let me make one thing clear to you, Doctor. Hey, what the hell kind of doctors are you, anyway? Do me a favor, will you? First save Captain Kramer's life. Then you can kill each other. All right. Ooh, I have the trivia time this time. Here we go. Last episode's question. In season one, episode 19, The Long John Flap, how many people, including Hawkeye, were seen wearing Hawkeye's long underwear? Answer? Only four people were actually seen wearing the long underwear. Hawkeye, Trapper, Frank, and Henry were the only ones who actually put them on. Farlow Mulcahy did wear them for a night, but we never saw him. And for this episode's question, in the episode Fade Out, Fade In, what card game is Charles Winchester playing with Colonel Baldwin right before Winchester gets sent to the 4077? Hemostat. Hemostat. What's his pressure? 90 over 60. He's doing fine. What was that? Sponge. Sounds like the war is back in town. And don't worry about that. It's a North Korean artillery unit. They're just firing into the hills for practice. It was a lot closer. Well, practice makes perfect. Forget it. Come on, operate. I would definitely say that was closer. So what? Keep going. Now I know why I never put in for Battalion 8 Station. Anybody hurt? Ah! Besides me? What's wrong? My wrist. I can't move it. We're in trouble. My arm feels like it's broken. Well, let me see. Can you, move, can you move the fingers? Just a little, but it's killing me. Oh, great. Now what do we do? Match 4077 Podcast is all over social media. If you'd like to email us, you could do so by sending your emails to mash4077podcast at gmail.com. We also have a Twitter account. You can find the podcast at mash4077podcast. You can find me, Kenny, at geekyfanboy. And you can find Meds at Hawkeye Meds. We also have a Facebook group. You can search MASH 4077 Podcast. And if you want to read our show notes or get more information about the podcast, you can do so on our main website, which is at mash4077podcast.com. If you are enjoying our podcast, consider making a donation. We have a Patreon account at patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash geekyfanboy. All right, so I think that's going to do it. Not a stellar episode, at least not in my opinion. I don't. I think Meds agrees. It had its mm. good moments, but I, I think they tried too hard with this episode. Yeah. And it didn't work. All right, well, I'm Kenny. And I'm Simon. And we'll be seeing you. Nice work, Doctor. Looks like a perfect fit. Don't put any tension on the graft. Gotcha. Damn clever of the Lord to equip each of us with his own set of spare parts. Need another suture, Margaret. Mm. More tantalum here. Yes, Doctor. Fascinating procedure. It looks as though Dr. Kramer will soon be smiling again. Why shouldn't he smile? First person in history to have been operated on by a pair of Siamese surgeons. Oh. You're right. I think we both deserve a hand. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
Mash fans. Now, as some of you know, myself and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and my podcast is called Waffle On Podcast. And we waffle on about classic films and television programs from around the world. So if that's your cup of tea or martini, then why don't you follow us over on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or, of course, from Podbean. You can find us at waffleon.podbean.com, and we would be honoured if you would join us. Check out the latest podcast to hit this quadrant, the Geek Roundtable. Join hosts as they sit down with fellow geeks to talk, well, geek. Star Wars, Star Trek, cosplay, fantasy, anime, Firefly, even My Little Pony. If it's geeky, we'll discuss it. King Arthur had his roundtable for his nights. And now it's time for us geeks to have ours. Come join in the fun and geek out with the Geek Roundtable. Find us on iTunes by searching The Geek Roundtable. Or visit our website, thegeekroundtable.com. MASH 4077 Podcast is a geeky fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved. And for our guest stars, we have the return of a bra... And for our guest stars, we have the return... Come on. And for our guest stars, we have the return of Robert Aldman. Oh, my God.